back to another episode of Going Through the Motions with me, Callum. And me, Alex. How's it going, guys? The podcasting equivalent of a backyard bonfire barbecue bonanza with your with your oh. best friend called uh, Broden. Wait, what? I thought I was your best friend. No, but be, you didn't have a B. Then you'd be called oh. Balix. Balix. <laughs> yes. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Your best keep... friend called Balix. No, I'll, I'll take that to keep the top, top friend spot. Okay. Well, legally change your name by Deadpool. Oh, is it dead? Is it Deadpool or Deadpool? Was well, I don't think it's Deadpool. I think that it doesn't might... make any point. That doesn't make any sense. It, that that didn't make any point. It didn't make any point. <laughs> that was very good. Christ. You're uh, you're gonna legally change your name to Balix and Balexander. No, Balexander sounds like something out of um, Bloomin' Romeo and Juliet. Or is that Lysander? Uh, that's Lysander. Do you remember when? Do you remember when we did that in our primary set? You did it. Your primary seven. Uh, yes, I um, did. Play, and you wanted to be Lysander, but instead you were the other one. I was Demetrius. Demetrius, of you course. You forgot the name. Yeah, I'll never forget the name. No, I I knew it was going to be Demetrius, but I just think that I just think that hearing you say it and having you relive that level of um, that level of just frustration and angst for not get you know that moment when you were your your heart was broken through theater and drama at a very very young age it's a poignant moment i mean yeah you know, I, i'm laughing but i was i was i was subjected to be in the percussion at my uh at my primary school seventh year play in so the percussion I, I, uh-huh i is that how you got so good at the djembe mate I, I had to hit i had to hit a drum snare a snare shake a maraca to some of Scheherazade's finest music. Oh, Scheherazade, yeah. the story of Queens. You got a, a legit good one. You got Midsummer Night's Dream. Yeah. Imagine learning that Fucking at young Shakespeare. age. Shakespeare. Yeah. Love that's it. it. To be but fair, I... to, to be fair, it was uh it was it was a primary school musical version and there was no Shakespearean no. Uh, <laughs> rhyme or or uh, lyric at all. Doesn't that donkey fuck some chicken that show? How are they putting that in front of like seven primary sevens? What's going on in that thing? How did they I show that? Did I don't, they just I don't bring think, the curtain that, up? I don't think that actually happened. Did the, the stable door wait, just oh, close? No, it is implied that happens. <laughs> it is. It, it is. That's right. Oh yeah, because then. Oh yeah, because then she wait. Because then she wakes up. Right. Yeah. Then yeah. then she wakes up and realizes Smoking what a she's done. Cigarette. Yeah. And oh, the king's God. like, ah, look at what I made you do. <laughs> when we've all been there, right? We've all been there. Jesus. Imagine that. Uh, how old would we have been? A bit of te- ten-year-olds being exposed to bestiality. I mean, that yeah. that that gets you right in there, doesn't it? You, you there's no fucking about after yeah. that. There's a, no there's sh- a few there's a few questionable things in some Shakespeare thing. I went to see Taming of the Shrew last year with Elham all right in the Globe, and it was it was amazing. Is that just was... like a group of blokes with a with a big neck going, "We gotta get this shrew." tamed and honestly things honestly that's kind of what it felt like it's funny and it's funny and funny and funny and funny and throughout the whole thing right up until the end where they basically break her will to make her completely subservient and the and the last like big monologue of the show is basically the blokes together going see how i've just tamed this girl she'll do anything i tell her to christ amazing isn't it god 
weren't people of yesteryear weren't people of yesteryear slightly problematic I think do you, so, ever, yeah. do you ever think? Do you ever think about stuff like that? Do you ever think about people? You know, back 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 when it was perfectly acceptable to write art around shaming and belittling women. Do you ever think a small part of these so-called artists had a, just a, a notion where they were like, "This doesn't feel right. This doesn't feel right. This is." F- I was thinking the same thing. Were you thinking the same thing? Yeah. Should we just not do it? Nah. <sighs> Because there's a perception, there's a perception yeah. around humanity, there's a perception around males of our generation that we've got to be strong with a stiff upper lip and we've got to prove yeah. that we are worth and this, this is it. And this is all part of the society that we're building, whether we're in America, this is this is how we fuel the massive capitalism chain to prove our oh, service and our dominance. Oh this God. is what it's all that's about. Got, that's going and down a, a rabbit and hole. We're also, <laughs> and we're also in primary school. This yes. is excellent. <laughs> we're 10. That's wonderful. <sighs> oh, goodness. Oh, oh man, weird thing, weird things in primary school. Weird things in primary school. No, when I um, but then just the year later, was lucky enough to uh, bloody get called up to do the high school production. Oh, the big dogs! Here he is. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. I know this is uh, this is a wonderful segue. Do you not think? Yeah. Did Did you set this up? Did you, I did, did set you, this. Did up. you tee up this segue? No, I didn't because you said Alexander. Oh, you right, just okay. walked into this. Oh, I see. It, see it, what it is? It developed naturally off its own accord, like a wonderful Kodak film. I know and, absolutely. And I want to give you the floor because you've got some fun news don't I you? I do well what I was, was going to say to finish the segue that, okay, we, that we were just congratulating right, tell us when you got, you got touched in primary school or some shit oh, let's Jesus. move on <laughs> never happened you'll the, never prove it the anyway. psychologist did a really good job on you to make you think that it never yeah, happened I'm, but I'm so resilient you are, it's frightening yeah. <laughs> how about uh, Twitch though I know that first year of high school um, <laughs> got to play little Gavroche in uh in uh, Les Mis, Les yes. Miserables. It was yes. great. Oh, guess what's who, happened? Who played Fontaine? Do we? Do I know them? Because again, another uh, Fontaine. Because that's another problematic yeah. role in a primary school. No, <laughs> a, a high school production. Oh yeah, it? no, it's hilarious because obviously it was the school reduction, which is essentially a few cuts here and there and no prostitutes. Yeah, that that that's yeah. basic. That's basically it. Yeah. Instead of prostitutes, the scene is still there. It's just they're poor. Oh, That's I it. see. They're, I like just, it. They're just the poor. worst of all the crimes. They're just poor. <laughs> like she'll cut off all her hair, and oh, yeah. I don't think they do the bit where they sell where where she sells her teeth and somebody pulls no. them out. I don't think they do that bit. And they nobody, defi- nobody, nobody and spits tic tac across the stage. What like a pantomime should do when someone no, gets exactly. punched. And yeah, there's no prostitution. But yeah, other than that, yeah. But keep uh, the revolution stuff. Keep all the dying people. Yeah, yeah. fantastic. But anywho, yeah, you do know who Fontaine was. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, do, do I? Do I? Do yeah. I, was it someone who she was in my year? It, yeah, but was it someone who kind of fit the role? Is, is this is this um like li- libelous? I don't know. I don't know how to read through that. I don't know. I don't know how to read that at all. Just just answer me this. I it, well, I can't ask that question. That's wrong. Okay. Um, let's move on because because <laughs> I don't want to insinuate right. one of our previous friends as being a whore. No, <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> I Thanks genuinely, on. hand on heart, have no idea who you're talking about, which okay, basically I, means you're talking out your arse. I'm going to write their name down and show them out halfway through this. Right, going. okay, fair enough, fair enough. Leads me on to my news, is yeah. that I'm doing lemas again. Yeah, back in primary high school. No, not, not, not back in high you're school. heading back, back to no, the no, no. <laughs> back to no, classroom. No, no. no, I am genuinely, genuinely, this is a career highlight. 
that I'm going to look back on in 20 years and go, do you remember that time in my life when I did that? And that yeah. was play violin in the official Les Miserables UK tour. Oh, mate, that's so cool. And that I did tell you about this earlier. Yeah. I was planning because you gave such a lovely reaction as well on the phone. And I'm like, oh, that's why I was going to save it for the pod because I would have got that on the pod. It would have been great. No, it's it, it, genu- but genuinely, like I've had a chance to sit and mull it over. And I guess like when you say that to me there, I'm like, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I think, you know, not doing it, doing it live and giving you time to consider it because I think it is quite nice. And I was telling Maddie about it over dinner, like the idea that you said before about doing full circle, like that was your first production and that was the first thing that you had a chance to do when you were i mean if we're not counting mid a midsummer night stream well you but you you played a wonderful demetrius (laughs) in in midsummer night stream maybe maybe that's the that's the fullest of circles maybe this is the this is the inner tire maybe the real tire is when you go around to play in shakespeare all right uh, that's that's, that's a tangent that i'm cutting off right there let's get back but but you you know this is really been pretty you know pretty pretty cool right pretty special you know as oh. your best as, as a best mate like l- working as a, as a as a musician in london and i think what was quite funny and we were just kind of chatting around this and i hope i hope maybe this doesn't maybe 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 i won't say go into a few of my details but i think what I, I guess i'm most proud of is the resilience because like that's that's something that's pretty cool and i think you know everyone everyone's got a talented mate everyone's got a mate that that's able to do this or, or or do the spoons and stuff or everyone's got everyone's got a high achieving high performing mate but i think grit and tenacity it goes hand in hand with it and i think it's it's always really you know satisfying when someone you love and someone you care about really like gets their you know gets their comeuppance when they've when they've really du- doubled down on their grit and tenacity no, so cheers, so mate. so for you know as a nice as a, as a as the one nice thing i'll say about you I'm I'm awfully I'm an awfully proud granny waiting in the front row wiping oh, my bless. handkerchief and I think you'll I think you'll absolutely smash it and here's to many more. Oh um, yes, thank but, you. Uh, but yeah, so so and that'll be great. And actually, I I wanted to ask. So oh, yeah, go on. You know, as a as the the musician in Les Mis, what what are the what are the high tracks? Because I remember when we had Austin on talk through Hamilton, which I guess is something slightly, you know, it's quite similar, really. Yeah. Um, what I really enjoyed about that conversation, and we uh, when I saw Hamilton just last week. Um, I was listening out for the tracks that he was talking about. So, oh yeah, that must um, have been a nice, like, insight to have. Yeah. Um, just to have that experience of going in with a bit of background knowledge behind on the some, curtains. On, exactly on what the musicians and uh, etc. Thinking. And yeah. the one that was really interesting was how in Yorktown he really gives it the full beans as the violin uh, part, or you know, of the ensemble yeah. um, in the pit and. What I I guess like I was thinking when you were talking was what's the Yorktown for Lame is? What's the one where the violin really comes into its own? Oh man. Um Because I couldn't really think and and um Well first I mean, of obviously all, I, dr- I dreamed a dream, right? I think that you know that you've got some really beautiful little kind of um uh, what's it called? Speak and follows or uh, Oh yeah, yeah. So, um So you know, in all the big crime songs response sort of stuff. In in all the big songs, there's a big violin solo line that's like obnoxiously high yeah (laughs) yeah yeah on the violin that you've just gotta you've just gotta tank out because Mm. obviously nowadays they don't want to have full string sections in the pit they just want they just want single string so it's just me on violin it's not a section i'm the only i'm the only violin playing um it's getting it's getting reinforced by synth strings that give give like chords and things like that and it actually sounds pretty good because i had the opportunity to have a sit-in 
on the production on Monday, which was kind of like my first um, experience doing it. Even sure. though I wasn't actually playing, I was just following a score. Sound so that was still, quite yeah. interesting. It was quite interesting to see what it sounded like, and so yeah, there is a little bit of support from the synth strings. But mm. as far as like the solo lines go, you really, really have to have to tank them out. And I think, and I think all of the major songs, so stars, oh, um, yeah, stars, yeah, stars, I dreamed a dream, you, uh, bring him home, yeah, uh. Bring him home. Heart full, heart full of love. There's so many. There's so many in this. Do you know what? Do you know what the big one is though? Is and the one that I really, I'm really, really looking forward to playing is the innkeeper song. Oh, the master of the house. Master of the house. Because there's, there's so much kind of um, gypsy big vibrato. Like little little moments like that with loads of slides and chords and it's really folky. It actually says folk like in it, and I'm like, Great. oh, that's my wheelhouse. That. So oh, that's really cool. And how really thick is the song? How thick is the songbook? Is it quite thick? Is it? It's 150 pages. Ah, excellent. So you've got your work cut out for you <laughs> yeah, there, absolutely. then. And very little bars rest because it's ah, very string heavy. That's very good. But again, you know, not. I mean, I mean, not to kind of like oversimplify it because I wouldn't even know where to begin with this stuff. But it's not like you're picking up a musical that you are having to learn the songs for the first time right like oh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess like under you knowing the musical backwards oh i do from yeah. both being it and and watching it etc like you, you, yeah. that's obviously got to give you a massive hand up i know i was trying Foot to think up, because i do I, I do know i do know it back to front and i think i think a lot of people will actually because i think a lot of right. people have had similar experiences where they've had like i don't know a, a school production or a local yeah, theater sure, production sure. and then i know in in our school I don't know if you had this experience, but one of the go-to uh, videos that the music teacher would put on was that concert Lame Is performance. That was one of the ones that got wheeled out on the telly. I don't not know if me. you ever saw that. Oh, no, yeah, I, I saw that plenty of times in the music department. Um, and then See, I was it, learning when I was in the music department. I were sat in the corner playing Wonderwall on a nylon on a nylon guitar. That's what you were the doing. The way it should have been played, the exactly. way it was designed for. <laughs> exactly. And then and then obviously the movie came out in uh, 2012. Yeah. Yeah. So I th- I feel like it's one of those musicals that like everybody knows even if they don't if they even if they've not seen it it's just there. Well, let's uh, let let's look to kind of do a debrief next week on that because that will be a oh, lot yeah. of fun oh, to, to chat through, and we can oh, do an episode yeah, potentially. We, we're overdue to go to like a pub and have a chinwag, aren't we? We are, we are. Well, of course, we are not a going to the pub and a chinwag conversation uh, podcast. We are, of course, a music and a movies podcast, and each week we're going to be giving you some hot music and movie content. Now, this week we were kind of we're kind of fobbing you off listeners because we don't really care about you because Alex and I haven't um, cleared our calendars enough to go and watch the latest Marvel flick, that being Doctorverse in the Multiverse of Madness. Which, which by the way, as of, um, at the time of recording, comes out tomorrow. And, then, yeah. and, and also on that note, by the way, one. That oh, that very, was a that nice, was very loud. like a back effect, yeah. And number two, may the fourth be with you. May the fourth be with you too. I wondered if, if you were going to get this in. I shared um I shared a fun little letter that um Alec Guinness wrote to I don't know if it was his partner or his wife or his friend around his experience of working on the Star Wars movie and just how he was kind of like so ambivalent towards it. Um, yeah. And it's a very funny little letter about how he's like I think I'm working with a guy called um 
Tennyson, Ten- Tennyson, Tennyson is trying to get Harrison Ford. Tennyson Ford. Brilliant. I know this is, that is very funny. So um, I will send that to you later. Oh, but please do. I, I, are you watching a Star Wars this eve? Am I watching a Star Wars this eve? I'm not. No, I'm okay. practicing. You're practicing, yeah. Yeah. Watching a Lemurs this eve, I, I guess. Watching watching a Lemurs. Yeah. Well, I will be though. I will be though. I, in fact, does it count? And it, and this is probably one for moving forward, but does it, it count that I've watched the new Obi Wan Kenobi, Kenobi trailer? trailer yes, like I, yeah, we'll, we'll five get, times today. Yeah, yeah, I watched that too. But I, we'll we'll get to. That. I think that's my moving forward one. No, um, we have fobbed the, the listeners off because, of course, we are not doing a film. We are actually back with another special this week. But I really quite like the specials, and they're really they feel a little bit more. I don't know. Um, there there's like it's like new life in this this loveless relationship, this loveless marriage that you and I seem to have. We're we're still together <laughs> just for the kids, but in fact, <laughs> this is us. You know, putting on some sex sexy lingerie and some costumes and doing some role play isn't it that's what oh, it's yeah. equivalent that, of do you know what i mean <laughs> this is that, that this is you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't worry officer uh, i brought my own handcuffs um but this is uh this is what this is and of course we this but this week actually wasn't a request this is a uh one that came out of my old noggin and one that i'd really like to discuss with you because um obviously with doctor strange just around the corner and doctor strange having a, a magnificent um, score that, that followed, well, certainly the first one. I wanted to really dive to the depths of what makes a good superhero theme, because of course Ooh. this is the best superhero themes. Now, I want to. Put, there's a couple of rules, a couple of vignettes here, Alex. But I'm gonna I'm gonna put two vignettes in. But I'm, if right. you have any further, please let me know. And I okay, haven't really worked out the scope of this. The two vignettes I have, firstly, is this isn't just movies. There uh, there is some TV show op- options here. Um, and the second vignette is um, I'm not including I'm not including. So I'm only including scored music. Unless oh. it's unless it's really good. Unless it's really unless good. it's really good. Well, our rules so do you like that to be broken? Do you like that? And also, yeah. and also, we have no oversight, so we can do whatever the hell we, we want. We can do whatever we want. Now, what do we, do we want to? I mean, I've kind of got them in an order. Yeah, but I I don't think I don't think it's that good of an order. So I'm probably not going to do it in order. So I wonder. Oh, if it could we be fairly just, random. We want to just be fairly random and talk yeah. through. Why don't we? Why don't we talk through them all and then we'll do our three, two, one? How does that sound? Ooh, yeah, that sounds good. Although okay. I, I do want to say just before we get started, isn't it a little bit criminal that recording a podcast on May the fourth and we're not doing anything about Star Wars? We're doing it moving forward. We're talking about Kenobi. I mean, it's Kenobi's fault for not releasing it on fucking May the fourth, isn't I know, it? I know it's... And defaulting to May the twenty seventh. Oh, but I'll give you two episodes up front. But there's only going to be six episodes. Oh, <laughs> Get, that was my impression yeah. of um of of you McGregor doing an impression of Alec Guinness. Did your phone just go off? Why is it going nuts at your end? Uh, yeah. Oh no, it's fine. Ah, it's nice. Would you like any more else. feedback? I don't. I, don't, I, love I can make a long. I can make a long distance call if you would prefer. Jeez. <laughs> um, Alex, start us off. What what what's some of the 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 the, the top superhero themes? Right, well, in, uh... I'll tell you how I went about this. Okay, so, go Because there, there are many, many quite super, lot, superhero there? movies out here. And I, and I basically said, if I'm going to have any sort of a concise, like a concise list, mm. I'd better just choose one from each franchise. Okay, fine. But then I went, hmm. But then you just do... But then, what, are you just doing one Marvel and one DC? Because that's not enough either. So no, I'm breaking it up into eras as, eras as well. So Okay. Um. I'll start start listing them, and um, we'll get onto that. And I want to start off with mm. one of the 
what I would say original superhero of our current generation of superhero movies. Sure. And that is the X-Men. Ah, yes. Okay. And I've got a couple of X-Men one, but I'll start with the original era X-Men. Right. Okay. Um, that being Patrick Stewart, Ian McKellen, etc. Mm. Mm. And I think in the first three movies plus did they do it in the pop no they did it really well in days of future past but there's a but they have a great opening crawl it's kind of like star wars in a way right yeah, yeah. where they have an yeah. opening crawl where basically patrick stewart or um i think who does it in x-men 2 it's gene it's gene gray that does it in x-men mm. 2 where they basically mm. do a whole spiel about evolution Mm-hmm. Uh, and and all that and then you basically go into the dna you know back then where they used to go through dna they did it in spider-man as well sam raimi did a similar thing with yeah, with yeah. spider yeah. dna all crawling around while they're doing the opening credits mm. and the music that's played in there is just this wonderful wonderful fanfare you know that oh it's da, really good yeah da, da, da. yeah yeah ba, yeah ba, 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 ba. It's great. Yeah, yeah. And for the life of me, I can't remember who wrote it. No, <laughs> which but, is so but, embarrassing. But before you, I mean, before you sort of have a look at it there and, and talk there, I mean, what I like the most about it is because you, you were getting something. I think X Men would have worked really well. I mean, you could release that. I mean, obviously, update a huge amount about it. But the X Men originally, the films they did a really epic job in portraying the kind of the weird and wonderful nature of all of these, you know, these kind of John mutants Ottman. as they, oh, it's John Ottman, the, the, these weird and wonderful mutants. And then how do we try and emphasize how kind of mismatched all these people are? Let's throw it into the theme. Let, yeah, let, you yeah. know, let's really lean on the theme to try and give that kind of different paces, different tempos, different styles of music. Cause it is a bit thrown together, but I quite like it. It's like a patchwork yeah. quilt, isn't it? Yeah. No, I'd say so. And I think, it, it, again, it is a very iconic fanfare that is intrinsically tied to that franchise and, you know, that era, which in such a great way. Well, I'm happy that you started with X-Men because I wanted to talk about a TV series, the X-Men. If you remember the animated series for X-Men. All right. Okay. So we're, all, so, so we're already, so we're, so we're already breaking On theme rules. tunes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's kind of not really a theme because it's an instrumental, right? It's an instrumental piece of music. But the, 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 there was, um, you know, for 90s X-Men animated series, the, the, basically, the, if you can remember it, it was just this epic shredding guitar and then strings and synth. And, and what I really liked about it was it was really influenced by that kind of like southern drive of music. There was a little bit of like through the fire and flames and a little bit of... Um, Oh God! Yeah, the... the... do, 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 do you know what I mean? And shredding and guitars, and, and it's also in, in, this is this is around the time when you have like epic themes from like Pokemon and Power Rangers, and it's like it's got to compete with some of the best, like some of the really memorable stuff. I can't remember the name of it, but it's just a wonderful intro. Um, and I and I really hope when they release when when Disney you know um, drop the the new X Men TV series, which is coming out hopefully a little bit soon, that they really do a homage to that kind of like funky absolutely full-on you know just like nail splitting um uh, you know sh- shredding finger tapping guitar solos which we kind of yeah. we don't really get a lot of any of those. I, I just i miss that sort of stuff there but yeah that's great i'm happy you went to the x-men and um, what else have you got dude anything else well what, what's what's next well if we if we finish with the x-men then okay go and for i'll it. and i'll give an honorable mention to the james mcavoy cast oh yeah um, I hope we're not I, saying love, love, because that um, that broke me slightly when I heard that. 
love love the, the, the take that song that we talked about in the worst intros of uh, oh right yeah, not yeah. the worst intros the worst piece of music in fucking fucking films oh yeah <laughs> great I'd, I'd completely forgotten that no i'm talking about their first movie x-men first class and there's a fantastic oh, yeah. track by composer henry jackman in yeah that, jackman yeah in that movie called frankenstein's monster do you know this oh, track oh i i roughly the, is this the one uh is this the one where he's hiding in the um charles xavier's mansion when when um, magneto's a young boy and he's he's afraid no no okay no and that's also not magneto that's mystique fucking mystique i knew it yeah <laughs> mystique's hiding in there sorry yeah and she comes across him i, no, I no, thought no. that was it no I'll, I'll jog your memory so it happens twice in twice in the movie this track and the first time is when Mag- young Magneto, Michael Fassbender, is uh, on a hunt to find his kind of like Nazi, like people that kept him captive and experimented per- persecutors. on him. Yeah, yeah, persecutors. That's a great word. And he finds them in the middle of Argentina. Where <laughs> finds his Nazis. <laughs> he finds all, his Nazis. We all have our Nazis. We have to find. He finds his Nazis in. Um, argentina yeah and he goes in and Epic i don't sequence. know but it, there's something about michael fassbender's uh perfect blend of irish and german that i i'm, I'm just i'm just gonna say it it's fucking sexy listening to yeah, him speak yeah, german very, do you know what i'm talking good. about yeah yeah, yeah it yeah, is there's yeah. something about it i'm like oh god that's uh that's doing something to me that is mm-hmm. but um and this track is playing in the background and it starts with a a really like twangy westerny style guitar yep. and like these and, and these um nazis are sitting in a saloon as a bar so it's very much creating like a a western vibe where fastbender comes in and he's picking a fight in a saloon basically mm-hmm. and then and then he basically proceeds to murder them in gruesome in the in gruesome ways using his power with this big driving bass and mm. there's no melody to this thing it's just a a progressing baseline mm, and then mm. uh, and then i say as uh, it, it happens again towards the end of the movie again in a really brutal moment where he's slowly moving a coin through the head nazi's skull oh yeah 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 right at the end it was uh kevin bacon's character yes yeah yeah yeah. and the music is so intense and it's switching back between him and like james mcavoy because james mcavoy's feeling Trying the pain as yeah. well and stuff like that and it's a great scene and it's like a really really infectious piece of music as well so i wanted to give that an honorable mention but yeah. look, we can move on from the expert, very right? nice well alex i want to move over to dc if, if that's okay with oh, you and i want to talk about a there. relatively recent piece of music that was scored for a specific character um of course we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about this as as a very up top there Uh, i know you're a big fan of it i know we've talked of the the wailing guitars that that take care of this one because i I can't believe you're taking this away from me well i i kind of wanted to set this one up because i and the reason why i want to talk a little bit about the wailing guitars this one's because you said something when we talked about the original Justice League or the Justice League oh, yeah. around how Danny Elfman just mutilated this track. And I can't, I mean, I can't watch that film. Can you say what the track is, please? It's, it's She With You. But, yeah. but, but the difference between when Hans Zimmer did it and when Danny Elfman did it, it's staggering. Yeah. It's staggering. Yeah. And, and, and I, well, and I, I love... think for a start, we should quantify the hand zimmerness of it and say it's hand zimmer and junkie xl junkie xl of course yeah yeah of course yeah um but 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 specifically 
how different when you just switch out a couple of the instruments. And that's what I love about film scores and scores of music is because it's not even a case of getting it. Even if you get it all right, every instrument counts. You know, like Ludwig yeah. Gordson famously talked us through The Mandalorian and how he uses, you know, over 100 nearly instruments to try and create that masterful piece of music. I mean, it goes through everything. Yeah. And, and, and I love that because it demonstrates that like the the decision of what instruments to use is just a, a, as integral part of the complexity of creating an effective score definitely and when you apply it to is she with you you either have the best theme in the world or the worst theme in the world yeah um oh but yeah, yeah absolutely. i mean to not to take it away from you sorry you, i know you you're a big fan of this one you know no, absolutely i think possibly my favorite moment in all of the Snyder movies, if we just call them the Snyder movies, we we don't know what what state these things are in are now. Some of them overlap. Aquaman and Flash are still relevant. I don't know, but let, let's just call them the Snyder movies at the moment. Um, I think all out of all of those, my favorite moment is when Wonder Woman arrives at, at mm. the end of Batman versus Superman for the fight against Doomsday, and you hear the full theme for the for the first time because you you go. Um, you go to, you go through hearing the theme throughout the movie, but like just the, like as a low rumble, yeah, 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 in yeah, that, yeah. Um, in that seven four rhythm, like dun, 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 just mm-hmm. just going all the way through it, just going yeah, all the way yeah. through it, and then when she arrives, full costume to fight as the trio, just absolutely wailing, and even though we just what sat through a a too long a movie yeah yeah and we were all a bit exhausted by then as soon as we did that Mm -hmm. just an incredible moment incredible and and i think as well just like what i like about it is it's not it's simple and it's not like overly complex as a piece of music and i've got i mean when i get to some of my favorite um scores um, which are also relatively recent as well i think the best way to do an effective superhero score is keep it simple, stupid. Don't go mental. Don't go over the top. Don't try and do this. I mean, you know, kudos to, I'm a big fan of a lot of the Spider-Man scores, but I do think some of them are quite complex. I'm a massive fan of Michael Giacchino's and I'll get to him um, as a a composer as well, because he's done quite a few um, superhero movies, but, but I think his most effective ones are when they're simple, Um, you know, and, and, you know, there's there's obviously obviously times where maybe there's exceptions to this, which I'm sure we'll get to closer to the end of the episode when we really talk about some of the maybe John Williams ones, which oh, I'm yes. sure we'll get to. But but I think you know in this day and age, keeping it simple is really the best way to kind of go around doing a lot of that stuff. Um, do you want to throw back one that probably I was going to mention? So have you got one that you want to? Well, I mean, with? if we're if we're keeping it Snyder, I want to throw an on, honorable mention to Flight from Man oh, of Steel. Oh, I'm so happy you said this one. Yes, yeah. Because God damn it, I love that track so much. I and, I listen I listen to it like fairly regularly. Like sometimes when I'm just yeah deciding like what to listen to and i want to get like pumped it's up. a I'll great just, one to cycle I'll, to i'll just really or, not yeah it's a great one to cycle to yeah yeah I, because I, correct me if i'm wrong but this is one that kind of grew on you oh totally I grew because on me. i don't totally but, grew on me because yeah. i think i think if you don't mind me saying when we when we did it on the pod and we did a cut co- and we did a cover of this i think i think you're a bit meh about it yeah at the time and then I it wasn't kind of grew really... on grew on you over the over months and i and i I must admit, it is, 
you know, it's it wins the award for the most improved in my mind score right, okay. because it went because it, it went from being very much meh to being fuck. This is epic. And the other yeah. one that kind of falls into that category as well from from a similar movie, which I guess is if you call Flight the Superman theme for the the DCU. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I think a lot of the the Batman stuff. Um, I, you know, I, I I take it or leave it, but I really like this is this is my world. Um, is it, yeah. what's the track called "This Is My World Now" or is "This Is My World," which is the the softer piece of music, which is again, it, which just, is the Clark Kent theme. The, is it the Clark Kent theme? Yeah, sorry, yeah, not the yeah. Batman theme. I I I think it's I think what they did for Superman score wise for those two tracks for the for the two different characters, I think is very very underappreciated. I know Flight yeah. is very well appreciated, but I, I think they're very effective pieces of music and again they're simple do you know what i mean they're, they're not yeah. a huge you know flight's relatively complex right i mean it's got a fair amount of other stuff going on there i think that the kind of the tempo changes up a few bits so maybe maybe that's not quite the, the, the example but i i think those those are really really mature pieces of music but i would say you have to kind of like you have to fight through some of this because some of the track there are long scores, aren't they? I mean, BVS is like Jesus. Oh, Why is that? No, there's a lot of B- BVS. I think I listened. I listened to the whole of it for when we did BVS. Wait, have we done BVS? I I can't remember. I'm sure we've Let, done let's something. Let's say yes. yes. But I I have listened to all of it before. But since listening to it just the one time, I listened to Issue with You. I listened to Black and Blue, which Black is and Blue's when, a good one. which yep. is when they're fighting and they do the car chase um and i think one other one the one that you said oh this is this is my world yeah this is my world yeah yeah so yeah i want to talk about a totally different change of pace alex we're moving away again from scored themes and we're actually moving away from a lot of standard comics altogether and we're gonna go to uh, a, a movie that i've only watched once and i watched it once a long time ago and i was a little bit drunk when i watched it but my God, I listened to the score and the soundtrack of this hard. And it's Flash Gordon. Now, um, do you remember the score of Flash Gordon, the full soundtrack score? Okay. Have you ever had this? Okay. I have a problem with this. Yeah. In what universe is he's Flash a superhero? Gordon? Is he fuck? He's this a is superhero. a it's a science fiction movie. No, he's a superhero, and and he throws a football to save the Earth. It's a science fiction movie. Everyone's it's agreeing. Not... Everyone's agreeing with me. People are writing in right now, and they're agreeing with me. Absolute nonsense. Oh, they're saying some devilish things about you, Alex, right now. They're oh my goodness. <laughs> Couldn't care have... less. No, Honestly, no, I, I want to indulge me, right? Because. I just think that the score, and and I, I'd say the score because it's it's scored music done by Freddie Mercury and Queen. It's a fucking cool album. It's cool, yeah. and it's a it really cool. epic, cool album. And I and I always have, and this is what you know, my love and my kind of fascination with scores of film really does for me is that I think there's I think there's room to redo a Flash Gordon film one day, or indeed some sort of like goonies style homage to flash gordon where you have a group of people who are trying to remake that film or you know a kind of a modern interpretation of it because what i love is you could just totally reuse this score and and it would feel totally in place like it's almost so ahead oh i think it's so ahead of its time i think if you listen to it and you think it's 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 quirky and it's awkward and it's unique but it's it's also kind of 
breathtaking like some of the choral singing pieces some of the kind of like the distant weird guitar sounds the synths the drum beats i mean i i just think it's i think it's kind of timeless but i also think it's totally trapped in its own time it's, it's one of these weird little oxymorons of music where if it comes on and i'm shuffling songs i'll listen to a few tracks of it I, i'm not ashamed right. i think it's bizarrely awesome and i would i'd reuse it right i was well, making a movie I mean, again <laughs> i mean look i'd love to see that movie I'd love to see that movie. Doesn't change the fact. It's not a superhero movie. Rejected. But since we're talking about the weird, since we're talking about the weird, shall we we talk Danny Elfman? I knew we'd get there. I knew we'd do it. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Yes. Which I suppose is kind of the big kind of linchpin to why we're talking about this, because obviously next week um Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting some more Sam Raimi, of course. And wait, Danny Elfman also? I don't think it is. Ooh, I don't have to check that. It check might that. have to have a quick look. I'll, no, I'll, I'll research that before we record next week. Sounds good. That's, <laughs> that's, that, that's, that's the promise I'll well. make to you. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, the Spider-Man, the original Spider-Man trilogy. Mm. I really loved the sound world mm. of this. And I don't think that there are soundtracks that I've actively gone out of my way to listen to. Mainly because I... I don't think I don't think I would ever go to a Danny Elfman concert. I'll put it that no, way. No, no. I'll put it that way. I don't think it's a style of composition that does anything f- for me without the movie that it's attached to. When it's attached to the movie, it's borderline perfection. Like Yeah, yeah. It, it, there's something about when you, when you pair Danny Elfman well, i.e. not Justice League. No, but things like you know the the Batman theme, like, but, like Batman. when he did anything, the Batman, yeah. anything with Tim Tim Burton, yes, and apparently Sam Raimi as well, because you know that it just fits the filming style and it fits. It 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 just seems to fit. Do you know what I mean? Mm. There's no other way to, mm. to to describe it. It's kind of it's bouncy and fun and but like quirky and weird. Yeah. Oh, they're effectively synchronized. They they are the salted caramel of. Uh, of of scored music and and direction and i just think it's it's done so effectively um but and and, and you know i, I i'm a big fan i, I mean I'm, i wouldn't draw myself towards danny elfman as a composer i've i've kind of like i've kind of been burned a little bit by him by justice league and we did chat yeah. a little bit about this i i still remember your reaction when we oh, watched when we watched that you were just like, i thought it was a joke that i that thought it was the a worst joke. movie i've ever seen oh i thought it was a joke but like you know i know it's not a superhero movie but like even like edward scissorhands like that is a timeless timeless piece of music that he does for edward scissorhands oh it is and and, and it's just and it's and it's absolutely oh it's just so wonderful and it's so special and i i and i just kind of like i want I want to fall in love with Danny Elfman again. I want yeah. the sun to rise on the empire of Danny Elfman again. Yeah. Is that, is that, was that a weird thing to say? No, I don't think it, I but don't you know think what I, it Do you know is. what I mean? Do you know what I mean? It's like, I kind of want to fall back in love with him again, but I just, yeah. he, he makes it so difficult to love him sometimes. Well, I, I think in the case of Justice League as well, but I think we'd be naive to think that he wasn't also directed and manipulated in some sort of way to get a specific sound in there. Right. So, mm-hmm. in that movie, like that movie's fault, like just lies 
with Warner Brothers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just as yeah. an as an umbrella thing, and you can and, mm. and you can you can draw lines and branches to Joss Whedon, who, like we all know, is a scumbag. Yeah, and you know all these other like producers that are they've got their paws in it, but it's Warner Brothers. Mm. They're the mm. they're the worst. I've said it before. Mm. They're the fucking worst. What do you think about um? almost sort of superheroes where they've created a, a a genre of music that follow them so as an example we we didn't get us i mean we got a relative score from iron man but we very much got a, a sound a sound uh, or or a kind of a mood board as it were i think a mood board for these by just importing acdc black sabbath into that kind of environment to really yeah. just nail that home I, I wouldn't go as far as say it's a, it's a soundtrack or a score, but because it, it's more just kind of like, it's part of the character, isn't it? it you know, is. throwing in that kind of stuff there. I mean, what what's your thoughts on that? As, as well, a, yeah, as I mean, those those rock anthems in the Iron Man movies. I mean, they drew in crowds. I mean, I, I yeah. genuinely, genuinely think as a marketing ploy and, and going, well, let's, let's just stick in ACDC over the yeah. top of everything. Let's make this guy an old classic rocker. Well, you know, and, and, you know exactly what his deal is as a result yeah. of those tracks, like one, yeah. like 100%, like he's a little bit naughty. Mm. He's a little bit, he's a little <laughs> bit cheeky. Stop it. He's a little, he's a little bit cheeky. So he is. Yes. But but done not effectively, you have the evanescence vibe for Daredevil, oh Christ. which which is which I just think is quite funny, you know, because but but like you know I I think having that super earnest, super honest kind of for that vibe of music was yeah. uh, for that vibe of movie was was actually really interesting, and and I think you know like they, they they've done this a few different times. I mean, obviously, but that's um, what you'd call a swing. Which yeah, you have to yeah. respect. Oh, totally, totally, yeah. totally. And then, and then, obviously, the other, you know, the other effective swings are when you kind of pair, you know, things like the Guardians. You know, like there's a, there's a, there's a running theme throughout that. It's, it's what would a mixtape look like for a kid growing up in Kansas? Yeah, you just yeah. throw all everything at the wall for that, and just kind yeah, of like and then you take you associate, that, yeah, and you use it to narrate a sci-fi rope, yeah. and yeah. you're like, ah. Oh brilliant Mwah. chef's and, kiss and i just i love that sort of shit and i just i, I wish that there was more examples and I, I i had a few other ones there but, but 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 more examples where we're kind of just identifying a sound to a superhero or a character and i came up with i want you to think of a what what superhero do you think if they were to make a really big mcu or dceu style series um or, or film about and I, w- what would be a good artist to pair with that superhero so oh. i'll give you an example of one that i just think if you were to have another shot at this one it would be okay it'll be epic to do i really want to see a really a really good interpretation of night right uh, not night rider fucking what's he called um fucking ghost rider ghost rider okay i want to see a really effective use of ghost rider with Iron Maiden thrown throughout the background. Yeah. Fear of yeah. the dark and all this sort of stuff. You know, the number of the beast. I just think that That's, yeah, that that very much tracks. Yeah. Do you know do you know what I mean? And I just think that actually as a as a kind of as a as a as a as a wonderful sewing of pairing the two of them together, I just think that you've created a really, really cool kind of 
effect with 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 that sort of stuff. The other one, the other one, I I, I kind of thought was, you know, again, I think they missed a trick by not doing something like Scarlet Witch with um, Fleetwood Mac. You know, that kind of just like overly oh, psychedelic, okay. crazy. Do you know what I mean? And I think if you really like lean, if you think about it, it's 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 quite easy to do. And obviously, which leads me on to the other point I have, which is they've done this quite effectively with Thor, right? With you know, um, fucking um, Black Sabbath, and now recently, kind of your your uh, your sweet child of mine, you're, you're you're kind of using in the trailer, and, and I think yeah, I, I, I've just been really enjoying that kind of just that that little cheese and wine pairing. Have you got any that you, you can think of that kind of you think, wow, that would be a good that'd be a good combo? I realize I just put you on the spot. With no, it. yeah, I mean, I think I think going back to that Thor thing, the the moment where they were well, there's two moments in Ragnarok where they go mm. full Led Zeppelin and you just go, Oh mm. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh perfection. Yeah. But oh do you know what? I've got an artist in mind, but I genuinely have no idea what superhero goes goes with. Okay, it. I like it. You're doing it the opposite way around to me. I know so and I don't and see? I don't know why. M and M. Oh, okay. Okay. And do you know what I was and, and do you know what's in the back of my head? And I genuinely have no idea why this character is popping to my head when I'm thinking Eminem. Mm. Hulk. Okay. A Hulk Eminem style story. <laughs> that's mad. Right? Okay. Okay. But that's what it's There's supposed no to do. logic behind that. But I just thought Eminem and then I thought Hulk and I went, oh, I can't not think about that anymore. It's very random. I'm sure, given the time, I could think of something good. But what? What about a Hal Jordan Hulk? What about a Green Lantern reinventing a that? Hal, that's a still... Hal Jordan Hulk. Yeah, a Hal Jordan Eminem. Sorry. Oh right. Thing. You know what I mean? A, a Green Lantern Ooh. reinterpretation because we still haven't had that. Would that be one to do for it? Would that satisfy your your musical needs? Would that be good? You can. You don't have to answer. You can keep going. I don't know. I don't know. That's yeah, fine. I'd love to. I'd love to think of something good, but that would take. It would take me too long. It would take me well, too long. But I mean, since we're on MCU, mm, mm. shall we talk orchestral MCU? Let's do it. Because actually, going back to my kind of blanket rules for this thing, I've actually only got one piece of one orchestral theme from the entire MCU that I want to talk about yeah and do you know which one it is i i know i do know which one it is because it's the one that i when i watched the movie that this took place in i couldn't stop listening to this one track again and again and again because it just kept doing it listening to this piece of music gives you goosebumps and it and it gives your you just get a shiver of emotion you're um, saying all the right things i don't think you know the track Oh, you're not saying the right track. No, I don't think you are. But you know what I'm saying, don't you? You know what I'm talking about. Oh, fucking portals. Yeah. 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 No, you're wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, you're wrong. What is this? Are you going Thor? Are you? You're yeah, going yeah. back to Thor. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's so, the compound. I knew it was, it's I knew the it was compound Thor. from yeah, Thor. Yeah, yeah. I knew it was Thor. It's so I don't, I don't get the so shivers. Good. Yeah, it's because, lovely. and I'll and I will justify this because there's no denying that portals is absolutely incredible, but. Portals is uh all the, all the material in Portals is a result of everything else. That's oh, not yeah, just yeah, like yeah, one yeah, theme, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 it's it's yeah. a fantastic orchestral musical moment. One hundred percent. I've not had an experience like that in the cinema, and it's it is in large part to that to that musical moment as well. Since Return of the King, mm, I've mm. I've said it before, and I'll continue to say it. I, I think they're 
on level as far as like cinema experience goes. But I have always been underwhelmed by the MCU's orchestral scoring. Mm, yeah, Just that's a, fair. as a blanket statement, yep, there yeah. are no real standouts. And the no. end game stuff, they no 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 i know that i know that's a massive statement because so, there's yeah. like 30 the movies in... chino stuff for spider-man is being well above the bar i think some of that some of yeah no i agree i do i do yeah. i do agree i do agree however mm-hmm. my response to that is that is that sony <laughs> okay okay no no but it's a different production house and yes story and all of that go into it but it was produced by sony it's just marvel made it work in their universe but if we're talking about um part of the production which the which the scoring of it is i would Mm. thank sony for that i wouldn't thank marvel for that Mm. just because Mm. it's good doesn't mean it's a marvel right it's because it's marvel do you know what i mean um and i think in the case of portals it's 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 largely the avengers theme Ye- well, right. yes, yeah. I think it's no? the prelude to the Avengers theme, and then you get the Avengers theme. And I think yeah, it's like, da 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 ba ba ba, and it's theme and variations on that, and it and it builds up to that in like really really epic ways. But just through like natural scoring, nothing too deep or complex, really. Mm. I think the kind of grandiose, um, royal, godlike themes that were created for the first thor movie were the only examples of like uh, of like a true musical identity yeah 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 i i really i really think that and loads of people don't like the first thor movies and i and i do see they 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 were were. that was part of the experimentation like how much of the score do we really want to put i mean i i i do think that i mean my criticism to it is it was good but it wasn't good enough to justify keep plugging that amount of effort into the scores because, you know, it was early on in the MCU and the scores started to fall by the wayside after. Oh, definitely, definitely. It just became part of the production and, yeah. you know, it, and, and and orchestrally, the, it, everything became an aesthetic of mm. the cinematic universe, which means everything kind of got standardized mm. and that's mm. why I don't really feel like there's that many standouts. Mm. But that first Thor movie... Uh, and the music composed by Patrick Doyle, yep. I think had a real identity. And I, I single out the track, The Compound, in particular, mm. because most of the track is like um, action storming the compound yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. scoring, which is fairly, fairly standard shit, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then when he arrives at his hammer in the rain and he tries to pick it up, and they do, they go into the, da, 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 mm, you know, mm, that bit. Mm, there mm. is the sexiest suspension in the entire world. <laughs> at the, mo- the moment where he grabs the hammer, right? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And, and his biceps are threatening to tear open his t-shirt. They're mental. And there's, there is the, this, there's the single most sexy suspension. It's like a minor seventh chord or something like that. But it's, it's, it's just glorious. And you hear mm. it and you go, oh yes oh mm. that's the mm. stuff and yeah, yeah. That, that, that's why it's my favorite theme out of the whole of the mcu um one that i forgot to say when we were on Zack snyder was i i got to admit i really like the opening crawl for watchmen the the, the times that they are changing that that vibe yeah. that it sets and how much yeah. they really just lean in and support that kind of track i i just think that it, it's 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 a really effective use of that 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 um 
that piece of music and and like it really just sets the tone for what you're really watching yeah um i, I yeah again that that's one that's that, that kind of always captures that always captures me when i'm talking about like yeah you know <laughs> oh no yeah the, the 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 kind of um yeah that 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 kind of story um the one i kind of wanted to get onto a little bit a little bit more was one that caught us recently um and this is work done by laura cartman now if you okay. remember laura cartman she um so so she she's been scoring she's been doing some really really effective stuff um you know sort of sort of recently i, I think the, the the sort of the one that i'd seen a lot of people watching were things like pray away which i think was a documentary s- series which was the um the, the the kind of the, the the pray the gay away kind of movement and stuff which yeah. is a really harrowing documentary series which i don't know if it was on netflix or whatever and, and i liked it because it was i don't you know a very mainstream relative mainstream composer doing this sort of stuff but she she also had a really great opportunity to do the what if series now if you uh. remember rightly there was an episode of what if that absolutely stood out head and shoulders above the rest and that was dr strange's episode oh thank when you when we were watching <laughs> when we were watching the uh, the marvel zombies episode i mean the dr strange ah, episode I know, I know. <laughs> but, but, but if you remember rightly the scored piece of music that was used for the dr strange what if episode was quite something i mean quite quite something it was heartbreaking it it was it was it was heartbreaking, but what I loved about it was it, it was also just, it was kind of harrowing, but almost like beautifully harrowing. It, it kind of reminded me of, it was like, the, it was like what she was trying to go for was, what would it look like if, if, you know, someone you loved got dementia and slowly started to n- not recognize what they were doing when they, like, what would that sound like? But then put it to a superhero who just can't get everything right. He, no matter how hard he tries, he just things yeah. just slip between his fingers. And it kind of just had that, like, it was just so emotive. Futility. I mean, guard. Yeah, futility. It just caught you yeah. totally off guard. Absolutely. Um, that's one that just recently caught me from a TV series. I yeah. do have another TV series inclusion, which is not a scored piece of music, but I don't know if you have one that you want to throw back at me first oh de- i definitely do actually. sorry you can hear family and you've just family in the background i don't know if you can hear them oh <laughs> no I, it's, it's quite fair but it's nice, nice you've got company it's nice you've got yeah company. exactly no i've got i've got uh one that i'd like to throw and you I wasn't showing off so oh no okay i've got, yeah, I've got no you know one I mean? that wasn't that weird I've, <laughs> I've got no one i've got an empty flat as soon as i finish with you i'm going back to fucking practicing les miserables that's, that's my life you are les miserables i know jesus right you just reminded me actually the music for Moon Knight is yep. great. Yes, it is. With very all good. the yeah, yeah. Uh, Arabic um, features in it. it, it's truly, truly like incredible. And 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 I'm watching all the episodes with Ilham, and you know she's um, uh, part Arabic, and and she she absolutely loves it. She loves that representation on the screen not only on the screen but like hearing mm. it as well mm. Mm. like it's not just like whitewashed scoring mm. but like mm. black panther but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go yeah there we, so yeah that's a, that's, that's a good inclusion as well i want to talk about a funky um use of of music in a superhero movie and that is a tv series that you have not yet watched it only came out like a couple of months ago oh. um but that is peacemaker all right okay because peacemaker did this really wacky thing or so james gunn did this really wacky thing where he kind of went i want all the characters in this tv series to do the same 
dance or be part of one dance routine and keep a straight, totally straight face and just dance to it. And you have the piece of music called Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam that just gets played um, in the in, in like the background and they're all lip syncing and dancing. And it just sets the tone so effectively for that for that TV series, that intro. Right. It, it's, it's absolutely wild how he kind of just pulls it off. And I love it because then they even include that that piece of music in the TV series nice. as well. But it's it's so cool and it's so just like yeah, fucking doing this. You see, see what you want. Oh, that's exciting. And, well, and I can't, you watch can't it. wait to can't, can't wait to see it. Don't know when I'm um, going to see it, but yeah, I, was no, see I will you, at some point. You 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 may struggle to get around to it. Maddie's put a fan on. Can you hear the fan? Can you hear the fan in this? I don't think so. Oh, okay, that's fine. I'm sure it'll, I'm sure it'll show I'm sure, the, um, sure it's, I'm sure it's fan. I'm sure. Oh, very good. Um, do uh, we want to get to the main? I mean, I, I was thought... going to say that. I mean, unless I was trying to rack my brain to on um, see if there were any other little ones we wanted to do, but I think I, I think I've we got... could wind down to the big hitters. Okay, let, let's go for some of the big hitters. I mean, I've got. I mean, I think there's two big hitters. Right. Um, for me. Oh no! Wait, hang on. Your... Yes, yes. What about what about the most recent DC? That's, that movie? was that was my big hitter. Yes, right. That was my okay. Big hitter. Well, I think oh, we should. I think we should do that one first. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. I don't. I don't know if ranking them in importance because I was going to go with hands next. Uh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think which one. You're going which one do you want to go? Which one? Which go, one do you want to do first? Batman look. or Batman? Yeah. <laughs> Johnny, Batman or Batman? Do. Do the hands Batman because I do hands think I'm I, I they're tough to choose between but I think Giacchino's take is superior. Whoa. I mean far superior. Really um, far superior. Yeah, he I says. just do. I just do. Oh yeah, it's six and two. Go on then because because it means okay. that you're, you're right. going to go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so Hans Zimmer's Batman trilogy. Hmm. Well, Christopher Nolan's Batman trilogy scored by Hans Zimmer. What a sound world. This is ground zero for the Hans Zimmer sound. Oh, we're starting something totally new. We're starting something that's never been done before. And it's, it's amazing. I love the two-tone motif. Yeah, I mean, just for that. Keep it simple. That alone. Just mm. that elemental. Boom, yeah, boom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, there, and there's so many things that he does with it. Because there are some times where he'll just call out the two tones but the harmony underneath is just the same chord right mm. and it's just like it's chugging along it's chugging along chugging along but then in, in another in another iteration where batman does something like a bit more heroic then he'll change the chord on the second note to have, give it a more uplifting yep do you know what i mean yeah no, and it's no, still no, totally, just and, totally. and the melody is still just two tones yeah it's, it's, it's just it's, a minor third it's mental what it, he does with two tones he's it's like the equivalent of a an escape artist escaping from a prison cell using a chisel and a toothpick he's got so oh, wow. little that amount of you know he's got he's, he's he's got he's got such a little amount there but it's a, just watch him go you know give him give yeah. him the space and the freedom and the time to be able to do it and and you know he'll pull something incredible out of there and, yeah, and I, I just think it's a really effective one um, you know, sticking with the the Batman, um, I, I I never has a has a has a score hit me more than Giacchino's take on not just the character of the Batman, but the character of the Riddler, the character of Catwoman. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you have you have sweet and salty in this. You have the beautiful romantic melodies of things like Funeral and Far Between yeah. that just that just you know like. 
you put him put Batman in a more vulnerable place than you've ever had before. And and Giacchino just does this, such an amazing job of just really just drawing out and suspending. It's it's both the theme is both predictable and and comforting to the ear, but also just distant and unfamiliar at times and i think yeah. kind of like it zooms in and out of focus and i think what i quite like about it is you hear this obviously a lot of this sort of stuff especially the catwoman theme as he's you know watching catwoman and flat as he's zooming in and out of focus and you kind of yeah it's almost like he's tuning into a radio or something just just trying to hit the nail on the head and then then your salty side of things is is you know he is he is a shark you know, he is. You, you're getting that Jaws theme, the dun 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 dun. Yeah, yeah. dun. You know, it, it, it is just those two notes that that just play. Yeah. I've heard the I've heard the phrase Darth Batman the, being thrown being, being thrown around uh, a fair bit because it, it's also reminiscent of the Imperial March as well. <laughs> but the, you know, uh, I words can't describe how much. And I and I, you know, I, I am being very much. Um, persuaded because it was the most, you know, one of the most recent films I've seen that just my jaw dropped. And I just, I just had such an incredible time watching the movie and listening yeah. to the score and re-listening to it. But I do think, even though it is the freshest in my mind, and I am relatively swayed by what's fresh in my mind, it is still one of the best. Yeah. Um, and I do think it is probably probably my top. But I do know what your number one is. Yeah. Well, I mean, um, I just and want, I think it's it the natural off. number one. Well, it's yeah, the natural number one, really. I, uh, yeah, I think so. But just to round off your Giacchino Batman, I do think because we've had so many Batman like in our lifetime, yeah, right? Yeah. Well, three. Yeah. Well, no more than that. More than more than that. But I didn't really discover Batman until sure, sure, sure. until Christian Bale. Anyway, you you always get a sense with the director and the main actor so the guy playing batman that whenever they do a new one of these you you kind of sit back and go right show us what you got then Mm. and i feel like michael giacchino also took that on as well Mm. do you know Mm. what i mean Mm. I, i almost feel like he he went oh no i'm a i'm a big part of this and here is my Batman, Batman yeah. stuff, and oh, I know we got like the greatest superhero trilogy of all time, like a decade ago with with the Dark Knight trilogy. Nobody's disputing that. Hold my beer. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Go on. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't I, I, agree that, more. That's genuinely what it feels like, and done in such a such a classy a, way a, as a well. Tasteful way, because yeah. because as you say, like you know, you listed all the great. Uh, character motifs that are in there it's not scored in the same way as the dark knight trilogy which is why no, i'm not no, 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 really no. comparing the two no they are very you, you, yes that's a really valid point i'm not yeah. really comparing the two because i think the michael giacchino one for for as much differently as the movie uh does yeah, it mm, does. It does mm, so many things mm. differently. The actual Matt Reeves. Well, it's Batman more Williams. Movie. It's more John Williams influence. Yes, it's, tra- it? it's traditional. I would say it's traditional Hollywood scoring, and I do mm. love that they went traditional movie uh, Hollywood scoring for that yeah. movie. But since you Do mentioned it. it, the undisputable greatest superhero theme of all time, Superman. Yeah, John it's, Williams. It's, it's got to be right. <sighs> Joe Elham's playing this tonight, by the way. Oh, she really is. Yeah, it's it's, 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 it's coincidence of the day with the BBC National Orchestra of Wales and all John Williams con- uh, concert, 90th. 90. How is he 90 and still working? Amazing. I don't Amazing. understand it. But anyway, 
the Superman first star is one of my favorite John Williams themes. So not only is it the best super superhero movie, it's one of the best John Williams themes, mm. like hands down as well. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite things about it is not just because it's a catchy tune, because it's a goddamn catchy tune. Yeah, it yeah. really is an amazing fanfare, and then it also acts as a. Uh, prelude or an overture to the movie as well because you all then also get the flight theme which is which is also the the Lois Lane love theme mm, Lois Lane Clark mm, Kent love mm, theme as well mm. but the start of the start of it creeps in mm. right which implies to me that it's not actually scoring the character of Superman it's scoring the people's perception of superman oh i love that right yeah which is this is a god because yeah. let's yeah. lest we forget regardless of what you think about the movie and i know that you don't like the movie i love this piece of music <laughs> i know well you, you can't not you can't yeah, not. yeah yeah but regardless of that if you actually think about the the power set of the christopher reeve superman he's the most powerful superman Mm. like he is mm. as far as mm. his power set goes because he is literally invincible yeah and yeah. he turns back time by flying around the world super fast yeah yeah by turning it on its axis like the the, the powers on display um with that in that is ridiculous so to the people on the ground in that movie this guy is a god mm. and i really feel like when you're seeing him flying through the air that's how this march starts you know dun 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 what's that dun 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 dun, dun, dun. Mm. oh my god something's mm. coming yeah dun, dun, is it a bird is it a plane trumpets go mad yeah is it a bird is a plane no it's not it's um it's no wait hang on wait hang on because he says it john williams actually says it in yeah. in the music, you know, Superman. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. genius. Yeah, yeah. I, I I just can't with that theme. And it, mm. by the way, it's so fun to play as well. I've played yeah, it. I yeah, played yeah, it a couple of times, yeah, yeah, and I've just yeah. had a grin. I've been grinning ear to ear every single time I play it. A lot of my colleagues who aren't as like well cultured as you are (laughs) well i would say you and i would say that i don't think they would say that um i've I've, I've caught a couple of them saying oh william sounds the same i'm like i get fucked mate yeah and and they're just like have they not listened to the mary and love the marion love theme and the versus leia theme do Um, they not see the difference oh don't give me that Don't, don't don't give me it don't even start but I mean, it's it's so difficult to play. There's so many notes for, especially for the violins that you know you see these players like sweating. They're like, oh my god, why do you write so many bloody notes? And I'm just like sitting there having the time of my life. Brilliant, I love it. Yeah, that's perfect. It. Well, there we go. I mean, that's I feel a natural conclusion. But that was a fun. I like that. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, what what are your thoughts on on the theme? Or do you, I, uh, are no, you... I mean, I think you summarized it. I mean, I think you summarized that pretty effectively. I um, yeah, I mean, I. Can't... Can't really add much to it, man. Okay, that fair. was it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, Alex, we 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 would be moving forward usually, but we're quite 
pressed for time this week. And actually, I, I think we probably owe ourselves to do a bigger one next week because we haven't watched Moon Knight. And we, but we, we did, did watch an Obi-Wan we, Kenobi trailer. We, we did watch an Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, and that was a lot of fun. I mean, cool trailer, right? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but the bit with his arms screwed in, and oh, oh. it's going it's to be good there. Um, but we, we promised to not shortchange you any further um, by uh, wrapping this thing up. Oh, yeah. And we will obviously um, be back with you next week. But Alex, in the meantime, what have they got to do now? Well, now they've got to get onto the Apple Podcasts app, find us on there, give us a five-star rating if mm. you please. You can also mm. leave us a review on there. If you don't want to review us, you can tell us your favorite movie, your favorite movie soundtrack, your favorite superhero movie soundtrack in, in keeping with today's episode. Uh, you can find us on other platforms that mm-hmm. you like to listen to mm. your podcast like spotify and if you want to get uh, more directly in touch with us we have an email address as well that is motionspod at gmail.com thank you very much to ktc graphics design for the wonderful artwork um, and we'll be back with you next week to talk through doctor strange in the multiverse of madness finally with all the different cameras i wonder how many i was thinking i wonder how many of the, the themes that we talked about just there will be appropriated to, to a character that might appear in a cameo in the movie. <laughs> I reckon we probably ticked off a fair few potentially. Oh God, I'm so nervous. For I can't wait to see Batman night. in this movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they could go mental. There could be DC in this thing for all we care. That would break the internet. Know. Yeah, it would break the internet. That would break the internet. Wonderful. Well, thank you very much for listening. Um, and until next time, bye now. All right, guys. Ta ta.